I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Music in My Life with me, Laura Wright. It's the show where we talk about the music we love so much, our relationship with that music and the role it plays in our life. What is it about music that taps into our emotions and why does it make us feel a certain way? This week's guest (laughs) is an absolute idol of mine. (laughs) That's what I've written. A hero, in fact. It's the one and only Harry Rowland, who is also my husband, um, my partner in crime, and an amazing dad to our little girl, Ottilie, who seems to have left some teddies around the place as well while we're recording and we're actually from uh, recording from my parents house in Suffolk so anything could happen today wait and see wait and see <laughs> so to tell you a little bit about Harry um, he is not only of course being my husband but being completely serious just for a moment in fact a few minutes just to explain a little bit about Harry and your rugby career and also what Harry does now um, as well as being a father like I mentioned so Harry Rowland has played professional and semi-professional rugby for a number of years. He's represented London Irish, England Universities, Irish Exiles and Moseley and he settled at Roslyn Park Rugby Club which is where we met where he captained the first side for a number of seasons and really made a name for yourself didn't you there in the club that's where you were spent your most time in your rugby career. Invested a lot of time. Is that correct? That is correct yeah yeah no it's like yeah. Fond memories. Fond memories. The prodigal son they called me. (laughs) I returned after my stay away which was enjoyable. You played there since you were really little right? Yeah since I was a youth um i think i started at under 10s um and then yeah kind of managed to be captain of a few of the youth sides and then yeah it was a nice thing to be able to captain the first team on a few occasions as very well. cool so captains at all levels yeah. basically through the club yeah i remember actually one time walking in i wasn't aware of it and this uh, one of the old boys was there and he was kind of jumping up and down with excitement he's like <laughs> you do realize this is the first time we've had a player captain all this stuff which was really nice to feel that you know for, for some people that made a big difference to them so yeah it's pretty cool now i can sit back and reflect on that you know? and and you're while we're on this topic obviously i know as well that your your dad would be at many of the matches wouldn't he not just popping up the bar but actually really proudly standing on and watching you play rugby very much my dad yeah loved it um he wasn't very sporty himself he was from the military but loved that kind of culture um and definitely towards the kind of last few years at Roslyn Park probably put in a better performance than I did at the club and <laughs> um, whether that be drinking and singing afterwards um but Just so he involvement. held yeah involvement team, held team up involvement. held up the Roland name well my my old man did so I think I remember actually both my dad and your dad sort of drinking each other under the table on one occasion as well and they hadn't had they met before? 
No, it was there. So the first time they met? Yeah. It and it ma- was sort of again, got really competitive all of a sudden, yeah. right? Well, they, they both looked a little bit worse for wear after 80 minutes. Yeah, we came, um, I came back in from watching you and your face and my face. We thought, oh girl, where's this going to go? Someone get them a taxi. And, um, our, and our mum's faces. Yeah, that way. <laughs> yes, was more exactly. of a sight, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, since leaving the world of rugby, Harry's used his skills within the professional athletes world, along with his credentials within functional range conditioning, which I'm going to ask you a little bit more about because I'm sure there's lots of people myself included who don't know a lot about this subject and it's really really interesting and of course your mobility training as well um, and you've also been an ambassador and a legacy ambassador for the Canadian brand Lululemon which I'm actually wearing some leggings I live in them athleisure <laughs> oh, athleisure wear love a bit of athleisure wear during lockdown three um, and actually I have to say is probably our favorite athlete pleasure where very hard for brand. someone on the list to say that <laughs> Sorry. You, you go for that one <laughs> but it is one of our favorite brands and you've had some amazing experiences with them too yeah it's very lucky very cool brand uh, to be a part of when they first came over to the uk um i was involved with them and uh, just very forward thinking all about community obviously they're a you know a sportswear brand so obviously they're going to be selling things but they're very much into trying to ge- generate um community spirit within the fitness industry and really bring um, people together you know and uh, yeah it was a great 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 journey I learned a lot and from you, working you went to you went to Canada you went to Vancouver with went them. to Vancouver at the HQ I yeah. missed you so much you did I did, you did. but you had a good time right? I had a lovely time yeah it was great <laughs> met some incredible people from around the world as well um and yeah just they they do a lot in trying to grow you as an you as an individual whatever yeah. you might be teaching completely mixed bag of people and um yeah, it was great. I got some a lot of fun, fun memories, um, a lot of friends from there as well. I was so, going to say, we yeah. both have made such good friends through the brand. And um, I definitely have some really good memories of yeah. occasions where I've gone to events with you as well. Definitely. And just just really lovely community, like you say, and yeah. group of people, I think. I mean, you have seriously invested in yeah, that I've company invested. with... Uh, <laughs> purchases but yeah so some serious amount of lululemon leggings were you buying friends was that yes yes i was yes yes social media you know any way possible buying friends rent a crowd um anyway on a side note as well just so people know a bit more about you and i if you don't we met at Roslyn park rugby club and uh, i feel i should set the record straight because i always take the mickey a little bit but i actually asked you out didn't i you did on facebook it was a yeah bit shows facebook. our age facebook <laughs> facebook uh private messages yeah but we met you, you know you slid into my dms I as see. they as they refer to that gave me an i think it was when they facebook used to have a poke function yes, we <laughs> you talked poked about me that. a couple of times do you remember you used to poke people yeah. you'd be like oh my god i've just poked someone and then someone would do it on your behalf you'd be like what are you doing I think there were so many pokes the connotations with a poke. bruise at one stage <laughs> Yeah, cyber bruise. Moving on. Anyway, um, something that I've actually written down here to remember to say to you is that I have actually always been quite inspired by the way that you have motivated yourself in sport, the way that you've found opportunity through challenges in your professional side of things with rugby. And I want to talk about that today. Um, perhaps you can talk a little bit about that before we go into your music. And then also about, you know, in general, I ask everyone, all of my guests, what role music has played in your life as a whole? And I know it's a really big question, but I just wonder for you in that world of sport and now still being part of that industry in some way as well, what it means to you. Well, I think um, myself, when I, you know, going through this process, when you asked me to be, do the, do the program today, it was, um, 
it kind of really took me back. And I, when I was playing rugby and I was involved in sport, I was always big into my visualization. Um, I used you to love to, now. yeah, I st- still am now for sure. And and it was just a way, a kind of bit of escapism for me to be able to listen to music and run through different scenar- scenarios in my head that might happen in the game or in life or whatever it might be. Um, and music was a massive driver with that. Um, and that was always quite obvious to me. But what actually going through and when I was selecting my choices for today, I realized how important music was for creating friendships and memories of certain people that I've met. You know, rugby is so great because it gives you an opportunity to meet people all around the world. And going back in the clubs that I played for, there were certain songs that linked to an individual that I have really fond memories of. Obviously, I couldn't put them all in today, but that was really nice. And it and actually showed me that music massively brings people together. It, it's something that you can automatically share as much as you can share a beer. You yeah. can share a song and have something that you really enjoy and take something out of that. And um, that really hit home. And as well, with my parents, like mum and dad, we you wouldn't grew up say, with music yeah we're house. not musical people you know but, but you then, don't have to be you no, don't have to be you can still appreciate yeah. good music like my perception if someone says oh they're very musical would be oh you have to have a grade in playing, playing something yeah. or you have to have learned a musical instrument whereas actually being musical is in, enjoying music so it's completely Definitely. you know taking that context out of it we but, all know i think if you love music you you know what good music is yeah. and you also know what you like and what you don't like completely. and that is being musical yeah. i think yeah, no, I, I, I think, you know, when I look at it, my mum and dad were very into music. Again, I think similar to me, probably have made a lot of friends through the music they were listening to. Mm. Um, and they didn't push it on us, but um, I always hear stories of kind of being thrown around the living room and the kitchen, listening to the Eurythmics and things like that, yeah, which was always mom, fun. Your mum said yeah, she used did to, when you were a baby. Yeah, I used to dance I, around. I and love and we and we do that. that with Otterly We do, now. yeah. <laughs> it was always one, something we, I always thought, I was like, well, you know, as you'll see, I love my some of my old, older music and um, just having fun with it. And, yeah. You know, Ossily loves it and she has a big smile on her face and so do we. So I think it's important and, uh, yeah, very grateful for that for my parents. A lot of people also say that when they are um, a guest on Music In My Life in the sense that even just having to go through and choose songs brings up a lot of emotions mm. and a lot of memories Yeah, um, for people when they have to really narrow it down. And, and people often say as well, I'm so sorry I haven't sent you my song choices <laughs> because it's just too hard to decide and there's so much music out there. So it isn't an easy thing to do, but it is lovely in the way that you reminisce and you, it can be quite nostalgic I think yeah. as well when well, it comes to choosing them and even going through it I've sent out probably four messages to mates that I haven't seen in about really? six seven years of just because there was that moment where I was thinking about the song and it kind of took me back to an exact moment I thought well I haven't spoken to that person in a while especially with lockdown and everything else and it's just yeah that kind of little memory and sharing that song um I kind love of, that. it was really nice yeah so that's really look nice. forward to yeah listening let's to hope they message you back yeah still <laughs> <laughs> sent out for your phone received yeah <laughs> got that double tick by the side of it <laughs> um anyway so uh, in fact let's talk a little bit more about your childhood and yep. let's talk about the song you've chosen so this is your first choice this is your song from your childhood eagle eye cherry saved tonight um you're smiling as i mentioned the name of the song tell me more about this specific song and what it means for you well this was uh kind of teenage harry um not really knowing what I liked music wise. Um, my brother was quite into music, um, had quite a cool taste. I don't know where he got that from. Must have been following someone else. And <laughs> I then seemed to follow my brother. But 
I I always remember he bought a couple of singles and bought them back, and I was like, oh, that's really cool. You know, with my pocket money, maybe I can wander down to Putney, and they had a HMV there in the middle of High Street. So I remember going down. I can't think how old I would have been. Probably if it came out in 1997, so I would have been 10. Are you reading my crib notes? Yes. Um, so I would have been 11 years old actually um, okay. and I wandered down to Putney so really at that age where you're figuring out the kind of music yeah. you like and yeah don't really okay. have a don't really have a have a clue and I think I went up to the like top 10 charts when they used to have all the CDs kind of aligned with the where they were in the charts and I think the cover I was like he looked quite trendy you know like cool black and white image a guy with an afro I was like oh he looks really cool and so I bought that had no really idea what it was going to sound like or hadn't heard the single took it home I think it cost me 2.99 it was like back when the singles were there I was like walking down with it really proud (laughs) holding my HMV bag like swinging it over my shoulder when I got on the bus yeah (laughs) bit of swagger up that Putney High Street and um got home yeah yeah. that wasn't that was before D&G um and then got home and I remember we lived in a very small house and uh we both had a me and my brother opposite ends of the little cottage that we lived in and we had a little cd player and god i feel feel guilty to my mum and dad because i was constantly hearing music from each side of the house but yeah i played it non-stop i was gonna and, say did you play it over and yeah. over again and, it, and and i think you know ultimately i was happy with the choice i made but the the song itself is so beautifully written and the and the lyrics in it are so nice and you know when i'm really thinking about the music i listen to i never really pick out the lyrics I always struggle to I can appreciate how hard you know knowing you and how hard you have to kind of work to pull words together but mm. it's just so clear with his singing and the kind of song carries along so much so that I've it's the only song that I'll ever sing or my automatic go-to if I'm on a rugby bus or I have to s- sing a song it will always be this one because I kind of not that I know it off by heart but it's, your, it's your karaoke yeah, it's song karaoke right song for sure yeah well, as Harry rightfully said, which says here in my notes, it was released 1997. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> That's okay. Um, but before we talk a bit more about it, let's have a listen to Summer Save Tonight by Eagle Eye Cherry. Save tonight Invite the break of dawn Come tomorrow Tomorrow I'll be gone Save tonight Invite the break of dawn good we were just saying did you do the uh, old guitar air uh, guitar, guitar solo yeah. you had the did you play that game when you were younger guitar so? Hero, yeah, yeah you're quite good right or was jack uh, good? to be no i i was actually quite good at it and realized that you know soon being around people who actually could play a musical instrument that i would be laughed out the room if i said yeah well i can you know, play the guitar did here. you think yeah. that was about- <laughs> well i might <laughs> well i'm level get some though. kudos on you know <laughs> you never see me on level level does 10. it bring does it bring back memories when you listen to the song there even though it's just a little yeah section yeah it? It, it does it's just um I don't know, it was something, you know, I couldn't probably relate to any of the things he was singing about at the time, um, sitting around a fire drinking red wine with a, the love of my life. Um, that was yet to... Oh, thanks. Um, but, you know... You hadn't met her. But, just hadn't met her yet. <laughs> but it was just, it's just such a nice song and it kind of runs through and it's just got a really nice pace to it. And yeah, it's kind of stuck with me, really. That's a great song to start our uh, our episode with, I think, as well. And actually, I was looking at his name as Eagle Eye Lanou Cherry. That is a 
that's, I mean, a, that's a that's a pretty unique name. That is a that's a good one. <laughs> I know. Born 1968 in Sweden, and he's the son of an American jazz artist Don Cherry and Swedish painter artist Monica Cherry. So quite interesting that he's got that artistic family background, yeah. you know. And I yeah. think I think people always ask me that like, are your family musical because you're a singer. And actually, the more I think about it, yeah, they're they're so musical, especially on my mum's side. And I do think that feeds down. Like I think even since. Uh, when I was pregnant with Ottilie, I was doing gigs and singing with her. And now she, I mean, I think all young babies and children love music, mm. but I do feel like she especially sort of uh, reacts to it in that definitely, way. Definitely. It's so nice to see that, I think. Yeah, no, I, I love it. When her eyes light up, she gives it a little wiggle on the floor. <laughs> exactly. Let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, what you're doing now. As I said, I want you to explain to people listening what FRC is, functional range conditioning, and functional range assessment and also you know who you're training now some of our previous guests on the show as well do you want to talk a bit about that yeah so um kind of this it's known functional range conditioning and kin stretch and fra is and functional range assessment is known as frc and these kind of little acronyms um but basically what it is it's um mobility training um so it's not pilates it's not yoga it's not stretching as we know it, it's um, trying to train people's end ranges of their motion. Um, so in a nutshell, I'm basically trying to improve human movement, human joint function. Um, uh, when I explain it in a nutshell, you know, we brush our teeth every day um, to hopefully keep our teeth in our mouth and keep them healthy. I just basically try and train people's joints to get them moving their joints better every day. So try and delay the, you know, need for replacements, uh, hip replacements or knee replacements, these kind of things that are happening sooner and sooner in people's lives, which shouldn't really be the case. So uh, sort of that yeah. thing we've almost forgotten about. But I think when you see, you know, when you see like a, a baby or a young child just squat and or move around in such a way that is almost animalistic because mm -hmm. they've got that freedom of movement. And I okay. feel like that's what I've learned from seeing you coach other people. Um, and also the fact that it's actually really ridiculously hard. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very simple in its approach. And it's... Uh, You're like, how can something so simple be so painful and so hard? Not painful, but yeah. just so tough. On, but it's, you know, it, you know it, the easiest way to look at it, it's quite honest work because you, you get very humbled by something which looks so easy. But, you know, when we look at our environment and, you know, the world that we live in, everything is, you know, we're sitting down, we spend lots of times in certain positions, you know, whereas our body hasn't, be able to evolve as quickly to catch up with the environment we should be sitting in we different sitting. positions I mean, yeah exactly okay, we're going to move every five um, minutes and and you know like i always say to people is they you know in this fitness industry in this world of health and wellness we want instantaneous results and you know we've all kind of if we think about swimming 100 miles out away from the beach that's kind of where a lot of people are with their bodies with restriction and pain we need to slowly kind of swim back to the beach to really feel like we can kind of move well and no it's um it definitely takes a uh a little bit of a transition I think away from people's mindsets of feeling like they have to beat themselves up and every workout should really be you know hard and bee stings you know yeah. it's trying to look at it a little bit different and, and I've broken my body through my rugby playing days and through everything else that I'm in a position to really feel like I can help and I feel like I have a responsibility to, to be able to do that and help who that who I can um so yeah. yeah which is what you're doing now which is what i'm doing now i'm working with you know your everyday athlete you know that could be anyone who likes walking the dog to doing the kind of weekend warriors up to you know some elite athletes as well so i lucky enough to be able to work with uh, jess who was on the um, jess who's on the podcast one of my absolute ago. favorite guests an yeah. absolute legend incredible hammer thrower i mean so, she's doing yeah, amazing things she's so. doing amazing yeah and, it's great and, it, and it's so exciting to work with someone like that because you start say. to see this untapped potential which you know 
is, is really it's exciting, exciting. Isn't yeah, it? really exciting. Yeah. And, and she really buys into it as well, which is which is lovely. So let's move on to your next song choice. Do you want a tissue for this one? It's oh, going to get this emotional. One could get... Um, this is a song about a love. And of course, because I know you and know our family and know the kind of relationship with this song, um, I should let you explain to everyone why this song by Coldplay is so important. Mm. So um, this song obviously ties in both yourself and Otterly. Um, and when I tell people about this, people could think oh yeah right whatever yeah you're just making it up but this is genuinely true um and it feels like it was almost like everything aligned for this very moment so when Laura was in labor um we'd spoken before about you know whether you wanted to listen to music and you were quite you know opinionated and I want this and that and nothing went to plan in regards to our selections of music why we thought it would I don't know it would um and then I think maybe we're three or four hours into the labor or maybe less, about three hours in. And I just said, look, do you want some some background noise and mm. things like that? Because you weren't very I comfortable think you needed some background noise. I needed some background noise. <laughs> I needed a distraction. Um, and then with the Coldplay album hadn't, hadn't long been out, actually. Um, and so, and we'd liked it already. So yeah. I, I, I put it on. It was in the background. It would kind of... I think we went through the album two or three times. Um, I feel like it was more than that. Maybe, but it felt yeah, like it was on and, and I remember it ending and I remember trying to say to you, just keep playing it. Yeah, I just, yeah. Keep... just like keep keep it. it was just something about their music as well. They always create an album or music. I feel that is a big narrative. Like it is a big arch that the mm. whole album, which is quite t- like difficult to do, I think. It's definitely. very satisfying to listen to. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and, and this one is very inspiring and it's very emotive some of their songs on this one they've got the um trouble in town trouble in yeah town i was gonna say it's one of your other favorite uh, ones the other one it's a bit more politically set, charged set this album so uh, they yeah they had this live performance of the whole entire album for the first time it well not the first time but very uh, uh, recent after it was released uh, in jordan on this sort of rooftop with this incredible scenery and landscape and live musicians which obviously is to see that now as well live music yeah. uh, with people and closeness and things yeah. like that it's just amazing but i think something about that landscape is just an insane yeah. so beautiful i think they did it at sunrise and at sunset and the, and the first or, track yeah. is called sunrise yeah. so it's just this and they do paint a picture with the music and with his words. And I don't care what anyone says about Coldplay. Some of the stuff that people say about them as a band that I always feel like people say that it's boring. I'm like that kind of music to me is anything but boring to have the ability to make people feel such strong emotions in one song and to just lyrically nail it with, as it's just so emotive and it's his songwriting is perfection. And that's why I think people then say things against it because it's like, he's just so, so good at writing good songs. Yeah. Like, well, they're, they're looking at, I think when you say something like that about the music, been around for a long time, been around for a long time, but you're actually looking at it outside the door. I think there's so many more layers. If you actually step into that song, or any of the songs they do. And mm. I feel there are so many more layers into it. It doesn't feel like they, I know they've produced so many songs, but, and you could say something about some bands where they just kind of overproduce and kind of throw them out there. Whereas I don't feel like it's a, it's a quick, um, a quick response or a quick decision for them to release a track. It feels no. like there's so much. But this is, this is why I was, it. sorry, that's why I was looking this way. Cause I think it's there. I wrote this down. 
yeah, eighth studio album. Do you wow. not feel like they've done about 30 albums? Yeah, yeah. But they haven't. And actually, there's a lot of time between their albums and there's yes. that great anticipation. So I was really surprised when I read that as well. I, was like, mm. I thought there were more than that. Of course, there's going to be EPs, there's going to be all that kind of stuff. But all each of their albums are incredibly memorable and all fixed on a specific thing. Like Viva La Vida had a very famous painting used. Is it Titian, I think? Mm. And this one, obviously, is it, there's a politically charged more so as well. So I yeah. think it is really interesting. But you were saying about the story. Sorry, Sorry, yeah, no. So we're, we're back in the labour your labour wards. Sorry, um, screaming. Um, there's all sorts, and uh, <laughs> the the so the song was playing, and then when Ottilie was was born at eight thirty three a.m. Um, I'll never forget that minute. Um, she came out, and the we didn't know what we were having, and the midwife oh, yeah. gave me Ottilie at that moment. She said, "Do you want to tell mummy what you've got?" And my eyes were you know drowning in tears anyway and I yeah. think I said something and I couldn't work out it was quite dark in there <laughs> I couldn't tell if what I was looking at whether it was a boy or a girl um and we had this amazing moment which you know parents who are listening to this and people who are you know hopefully will go on to have children you know it's a very special uh, moment more so than anyone ever tells you it's going to be and the song that was playing was uh daddy Coldplay at that moment, which is of such a soft, beautiful song, incredibly emotional. And it's almost like you were in a movie at yeah. that point. And I didn't really notice it at the time. It's only I really noticed the song itself three or four days afterwards. It was when we when you drove home, right? Drove home. We hadn't so had we stayed sleep. in hospital yeah. for a, a week or so. Um because of a few things that were going on with Otz and she was absolutely fine. She was jaundiced, I yeah. think. And, um, but obviously it's kind of all a bit, a bit of a blur and everyone will know who has been in that situation as well. The sort of horrible situation where your partner has to sleep on that blue chair that is just, you know, you wake up in a folded over position and you can't quite, you know, yeah. straighten yourself out again, basically. <laughs> but you drove home because I think I said, you know, just you go said, home and sleep. Yeah. Like this is just stupid. We're both not sleeping. And, and I think the, the thing I got in the car, been driving back and my phone automatically went back onto the bluetooth yeah. where it the last time it was being played was in the labor ward and it was the start of the song or middle of the song and i just sobbed <laughs> driving down the a3 like an absolute baby i, I had to pull over I, it was such a strong strong kind of uh instant moment of just real appreciation and and a, probably a bit of relief as relief, well because yeah, I think yeah. you as the father or the partner of someone who is going through that you are holding a lot of tension and you're, mm. you're holding it together aren't you because yeah. you're trying to be this voice of calm you're trying to you're trying to protect what's most important to you you're also trying to be supportive and encouraging and you're trying to do all these different things and I think if you then show the the sort of vulnerability that you need to show at the wrong time it could be you know seen as because I remember saying to you as well like there's nothing wrong is there? there's nothing what you know you have those moments of yeah. panic yeah and so I think that was your moment as well to be able to just go yeah, I think I think there was just to be a, a, out of that kind yeah. of hospital environment. Are you going to be okay if we play some of it? <laughs> I, I do. I literally do find it hard. I don't know like, which way we got teed up. So hopefully it'll be yeah. like a really random line because the first line of the song is, Daddy, are you out there? Yeah. Daddy, won't you come and play? So it was this kind of very, anyway, without further ado, let's have a listen. It's very dusty some in of, here. It's very dusty. It needs a hoover. <laughs> a song about a love for you. Uh, this is Coldplay's Daddy. All I want to see so far away 
fantastic. Yeah. And really nice of you to share that story with everyone as well. It's yeah. a very personal story um, to me, to you, and to Otterly, even though she won't know it. And I'm sure we'll tell her all about it. And she'll be like, shut up, Dad, yeah. later. Yeah, being a softie. Yeah, exactly. But such a lovely story. Um, as we said, released 2019. Of course, that's when Otz was born. And um, yeah, from their album, Everyday Life, which I would highly recommend listening to in full. I think especially at the moment, it's one of those albums that if you've got a moment with headphones on your own, maybe you're going for a walk like we all are 10 times a day at the moment, you know, just have that time to yourself and time to reflect. I feel like it's an ideal album yeah, for big, that. Big brass instruments in that as well mm. they use a lot it's really cool and and you mentioned as well and we, we both mentioned the song trouble in town as well which is I actually quite it, interesting yeah. for coldplay a bit different yeah. um let's move on this is a song that reminds you of happy memories i played this last night when i was writing <laughs> some notes we were talking about it and everyone around the dinner table was like this is nice and my mum was like i didn't know this is one of harry's songs <laughs> uh, this is um change by searching or luther vandross as well who we want i want to talk a little bit about him because I didn't realise as well when he died when he was only 54, 2005, which is not that long ago. And I feel like if he was alive today, he would still be banging out great records, yeah. performing on stage. And I feel like it's sad when you when you realise that someone someone's life's been taken too soon, especially with music, because I always say this, that the legacy they leave behind is their music. Yeah. And I feel like some people have so much more to give and that's really sad. But tell me about this song for you and whether there's like a specific memory or yeah, what's it mean to so, you? So um, this song is a, a kind of a Debbie Rowland, my mum's classic. Um, so I've written here, can you do your mum and dad dancing? <laughs> Not enough space. Let's not embarrass the Um, But so my mum, if she's at any sort of wedding disco, she loves it. She She, gets involved. She's very loves her music. So does my dad. I mean, my mum and dad are are very uh, quick to get on the dance floor. But my mum will always go and request a couple of songs (laughs) without fail. It would be Diana Ross, Chain Reaction, Prince, Cream, and then and this one as well not as much of a request but i know that she really likes it and the reason why i put this into today again it comes actually follows nicely on from the parent story before with coldplay daddy and um it was a, a moment where my my dad had i think a friend of his who um i can't remember what the occasion was where it was a 50th or 60th about horse guards parades where the barracks there where he was served in the household cavalry and um we went up and we didn't really know many people and it was mum and dad and i came along it was a black tie affair for whatever reason uh, not many people were dancing and my mum and dad were up there dancing and and we were kind of just really having a good laugh i can't i must have been about 2021 20, um and i remember this song came on and it was just me and my mum on the dance floor and we danced and the song is about I think it's like eight minutes long. How old did you say we're? Twenty. Must have been like twenty twenty one. So I was like, at the time, I was. You There's know, a moment, isn't there, as well, when you're like, "Am I? I'm not. Am I okay with going on the dance floor with a pet with my parents? Yeah. Is this going to be? Whereas, you know, actually, I think as you get older, you're like any opportunity to dance with your family and for everyone to feel like. And is that maybe something about this song that it crosses the generation? Co- so completely. The, the reason why this song is so important is that for that nine minutes and eight minutes, I had such an amazing, like experience of like just not really caring and being free and I could see that my mum was moving like she was she was really enjoying it she was in it and I remember everyone was like mouth open just watching (laughs) us because we were like sliding across it's like we both had the the smoothest lever on the soles of our shoes and we were just (laughs) going at it and and it because there's this fast pace to the song it was just crazy and I I really it's a moment that sticks out because I was like I didn't care what anyone else thought 
exactly like you just said yeah and i got to really enjoy that moment with my mum and that and we always kind of laugh about this song and we always like you know kind it of is, you know what, well, it shows that it's such a lovely memory because i want I, when I, I hear you talk about it i want to be part of it yeah but it's so special when you have that with someone in your family or a friend that moment in time and, and nothing can ever change that as well yeah. that's really yeah. lovely and it is it's just like having real real fun and i know my dad was probably there dancing as well at some sort probably a bit too quick for him he's more of a da- <laughs> dancing queen abba he loves kind a of, of abba, sway but um but yeah, it was just such great fun and it's such a good song and it will be one that we always, I'm sure for many years to come, if it gets played, we're going to kind of, maybe not as fast as we were back then, but you know, give it a good go. This is Searching by Change. I was going to say a little bit more about Luther Vandross as well. So I didn't realize he started out, which I love as well, because I think we've all been there speaking personally as a musician you kind of take any gig you can at the start you know any opportunity and you never know who you'll meet along the way and that's how you build and you graft and it's all about hard work you know that with sport as well in fact in any job any walk of life and he throughout his career at the start was basically like a background vocalist and he worked with Shaka Khan he worked with David Bowie Diana Ross Bette Midler like some of the most incredible artists before he became him and settled with the band as well in that sense so I think I I just feel like those kind of experiences for an artist for a musician as well make them because when they get that opportunity then to be in the spotlight it's so natural it's a natural progression and I also didn't realize this sold over up till now 35 million records worldwide which is insane as well eight Grammy uh, awards and then uh, many more nominations and then also he recorded the song Dance With My Father just like not long before he died. And that was a Grammy nominated piece of music mm. as well. So a um, bit of melancholy there towards the end of his life, which is a kind of, I feel like a typical musician sort of mm. way. You know? one of the, Luther Vandross is just a, I mean, firstly, it's a pretty cool name. We've got people with some cool names in there yeah, today. But, you know, it's a name that you hear and you think he's, you know, was around in the 50s. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just like, it's pretty timeless in, in, in his, uh, it's like I always kind of got confused with him and Marvin Gaye like they were kind of their soft kind of soul and voices but yeah no he's incredible yeah if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery think again Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime even better this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment no maintenance required improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC for important safety information 
information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Vernon Kay. And I'm Holly Mackay. And we're here to tell you about our brand new podcast, Parenting Past the Pandemic, brought to you by Aviva. Yes, we're going to be delving into a whole heap of parenting topics from the generational gap to online safety. And some of the big topics which have come up through the pandemic, such as helping to manage our kids' anxieties and how we can affect the world they'll grow into. Parenting Past the Pandemic. Find it wherever you found this podcast. Let's move on. Um, another great artist next as well. Incredible voice. Um, we talk about this guy quite a lot, in fact. And I was, I don't know why I was surprised by this choice, just because I feel like I completely get it. But I also thought, oh, is this, I, I, I knew you'd choose it, but I didn't expect you to choose it at the same time. Um, Peter Gabriel, Salisbury Hill. And this is a song that always cheers you up. Tell me whether this is like a specific memory or is it something that's sort of been through that through your life it, it, to be honest this this one here is a very specific memory is it okay. yeah it was a real I'm ready story time with really harry. A story time with harry um and uh, it's a very specific memory and a kind of lesson to me that you know having uh different choices in music um not just listening to what everyone else is listening to at the moment because someone else likes it um is really important and the the kind of specific memory was I like this song I think I, I can't remember where I'd initially heard it but it just had this really cheerful upbeat song and a and, and, uh, upbeat tune and I just really enjoyed it and when I had um I was kind of playing men's rugby when I was quite young a lot of players kind of are involved in more of a, a youth setup at the time whereas I was kind of thrown in to the deep end at quite a young age you know 18 19 when I was around uni and uh you're obviously playing with guys who are 10, 12, 13, 14 years older and you're on these long away trips and you're spending long kind of uh, journeys back, you know, really getting to know each other. Beers are on, you know, some of the some of the greatest uh, kind of after game uh, um, journeys are, are on these long bus journeys back. That's where and, you make quite a lot of friends, yeah. isn't it, in oh, sport as well, huge. outside of the game. Huge as those kind of moments because you can't go anywhere else. You know, you get off, you go to a supermarket, everyone goes fivers in, and you all get your beers and uh, or tenors in, depending on which part of the country you're in. And um, <laughs> and then you kind of, uh, 
you know, on one one coach for the next four or five hours. Um, yeah, you've got to make to it fun, other. haven't you? Yeah, and it was back in the day, like, music wasn't uh, the kind of Bluetooth players. It was when you used to have the old docking station and, you know. The, Big chunky iPod. Yeah, the iPod. lead was always a bit fiddly, so it would be cutting out. But um, long story short, we were at the back of the bus and I was kind of invited to go and sit with the guys in the back. So uh, we had a... <laughs> so we had school, a, school playground. Yeah, we, we had a scrum half who um, was very kind of mouthy and, you know, was always like, oh, you know, maybe he doesn't like me, maybe he doesn't like me. And um, he was like, all right, Harry, you choose your song. And I was like, right, do I just, you know, give him something really popular or, you know, an easy choice? And I went, right, we'll put, you know, Peter Gabriel's Salisbury Hill on. And his eyes lit up with delight. And he was like, are you kidding? And I was like, no, no, that's one, one of my favorite songs. And he was like, why? And I was like, well, I don't know, just really relate to it. And I think I just took everyone by surprise yeah. with that. I just kind of got accepted straight away and then I got another choice and I pulled an out another soul, song. You're an old soul, aren't you? Really? An You're soul. an old soul. Even to this, I mean, I haven't, again, he was one of these memories of this guy that I'd love to, again, share a beer with him. Um, and every time we did it, we kind of did this funny walk because it's got yeah. a because re- it's, you know, walking up that hill is like a really happy walking song, did I you think. Know- what it's about and the fact that there is a Salisbury Hill and yeah so oh, really? I'll tell you a bit you more go. about after you've had a listen to some of it this is Peter Gabriel's Salisbury Hill you can do the walk okay <laughs> I was feeling part of the scenery I walked right out of the machinery my heart going boom 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 hey he said grab your things I'm gonna take you Absolutely love it. So it is about Salisbury Hill and Salisbury Hill is, or Little Salisbury Hill, I think it's commonly known as, um, it is in Somerset. And mm. the song is basically, I think, allegedly, so let's say allegedly here, I'm not exactly sure of the specifics, but he recently left band Genesis. And this was a moment where he says, actually, as a quote, it's about being prepared to lose what you have for what you might get. It's about letting go. And I actually feel like that's something that we talk about a lot, is talked about now a lot as well, even though we're talking about a song that was released, you know, quite a few years ago. And actually just a lovely thing to know that actually if you open yourself up to all of those experiences and and know that when you move on, you move forward, there are so many more exciting things ahead. I love that. So I think it's a pretty good choice. And that's obviously why this guy thought, respect yeah it was just this guy just, harry's all right just one of those things where i'm like well i went out on a whim and it and it paid off and actually you know not that i my goal was to be you know the popular one i said no, i wasn't think the you were honest group, but you I was were honest. honest and i wasn't scared to go look this i actually really like this yeah. song people going oh yeah maybe because your dad listens to it or whatever but I actually really enjoyed it yeah and I think that's key you know that's what we want from people now it's what we want to see is honesty and openness um as long as that's something you feel comfortable with especially when you talk about we talk about social media all the time Mm. and it's about actually trying to be yourself your authentic self as much as you can and that's a perfect example of that kind of thing happening before social media was as big as it is now um I love that very very good choice Perhaps my favourite. Uh, this is again a piece of classical music, um, yeah. which you, you're trying to impress me. That was. <laughs> did I impress you? <laughs> you did impress me. Um, this is your pump up song. So again, a bit of a not not rogue, but bit sort of left field for you in that sense. And um, it's called Adagio in D minor. It's written by John Murphy, who isn't a 
I'd say not like a strict classical composer, but someone who writes film music. And actually, I didn't know this song until you told me about it. Um, and you kept saying to me, like, this is a great song. This is a great song. And it is an absolutely a great piece of music. Um, and I just, yeah, I don't know. Tell me a bit more about this and why why this is something you might listen to kind of to hype yourself up. Yeah, so when I was, again, like I alluded to at the start, I used to visualise about a lot of things. Um, and this is quite a dramatic um you know, uh, yeah, very well, very dramatic song. I think it really kind of builds it's to cinematic, something. Isn't cinematic, it? yeah, cinematic, that's the word I'm looking for. And um, again, because in the rugby change room, most people will be listening to their hip hop, and you know, there'll be certain stuff that's playing out that the general consensus is everyone wants to listen to. Whereas for me, I was always kind of in the morning before I got to the ground, I would like listen in my headphones to certain stuff and this was just something that used to really kind of pick out those little emotions in me. I'd visualize it. Make me feel you talked powerful. about visualization at the start. So yeah. is this something that you would massively, so less, the, less so the, yeah, come on. Like when you're doing it, I think when I talk about a pump up song, I feel like I see people in the gym in my mind, but actually for you, this was about pre-game, pre-match kind of visualizing what yeah. would happen. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. That kind of appreciation that I was kind of feeling, I was getting an opportunity to do something, and that there was a responsibility behind me, which you I put think a lot of pressure on yourself yeah, I, as well. And and those of you who know me is, especially when I was playing rugby, I didn't always keep a lid on it at times. So now, actually, listen to this, I've realised that you know all the you know big bad characters in films are normally walking around with headphones in listening to classical music. So when I think about Gary Oldman in Leon, if any of you have seen that, you know, he's this mass murderer walking around listening to classical music. I was there wandering around listening to classical music. What, you know, <laughs> trying to keep a lid on so, it. <laughs> yeah, maybe there's there's something underlying there. But um no, it it just was a really powerful song and, and yeah. there there were hundreds of songs that I would go to, but this especially was very powerful. And then I it was also used in Sunshine in the film, mm. which Again, the scene that it's used in in sunshine, in sunshine, in sunshine is is really dramatic, mm. and uh, I just think it's incredible. It's just such a cool piece of music. As a composer as well, I didn't realise quite how many uh, films he's done. So one of the, it's also quite unusual that his song "In a House in in the House in a Heartbeat" from Twenty Eight Days Later. Mm charted and actually when you think about I, f I find it kind of sad at the same time as being quite cool the fact that and it's similar actually to uh, Peter Gabriel his song charted at like number 89 you think how good that song yeah, is yeah. it doesn't make sense and yet this uh, composer John Murphy obviously film composers don't often chart in that sense that we know the charts as yeah. um, and so I thought actually this was quite cool that one of his tracks from 28 Days Later of which he can he composed a soundtrack did chart that one that I've just mentioned but it's sad because we don't see a lot of that film music you know in the regular places you might find your music on the radio okay. and I think that's sad we have classical music on you know the, the classical radio stations but there's less cinematic film music and I actually think that's what evokes the most emotions out of people sometimes completely I think it, it makes and breaks a film doesn't it you know that 28 yeah. Days Later song is is that's the one that builds up that thing yeah and they're, they're running around the house yeah. they're trying to escape and yeah it's so, oh, such a like, high you, tension you, scene you, you imagine those films without that music mm. they wouldn't be the same so why and we like listening to that so why don't why aren't we listening yeah. to those songs more and more definitely and I was going to say yeah you know other people he's worked with uh Danny Boyle Guy Ritchie Lockstock like all those kind of things he's been involved in uh, Miami Vice Kick-Ass in yep. more recent years and actually interestingly as well he's got a movie coming out this year uh The Suicide Squad he's done the 
the film music oh, for really? that. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's the one that was released. It says oh, it's okay. really for oh, released right. in 2021. So I don't know if it's a different movie to okay. the one That's that. When did the the one a with years ago? Yeah, now, yeah. So I don't know if it's like another. The, yeah, exactly. Whatever. But on his kind of film uh, text stuff of what he's composed, it says I, 2021. I, I remember when he did the Kickass. Um, sounds really the Kickass soundtrack, but when he did that, he used the same adagio in D minor, but they remixed it slightly. Mm. which I, i'm not as fan of as much but okay. it was interesting how they used the same thing and slightly tweaked it yes yeah, so he obviously knows when he's hit yeah. a good thing yeah, exactly <laughs> just pop that in again in another <laughs> movie <laughs> i'd yeah, do that <laughs> let's have a listen to john murphy's adagio in d minor is beautiful and i can i can definitely see how you'd use that song to visualize as well um what was i going to say it's completely gone out of my head oh the strings in it i think we talk about a lot about music together and in yeah. fact when we first started dating we used to sit in the car together and listen to music and actually it's it's funny that you're not a professional musician because i would sit there and we would talk about music all the time and what you were saying at the start and we were saying about how you don't have to be that way to know what good music yeah. is and i yeah. felt like that was a massive thing for us early super Usually. early on in our relationship that we just we connected with that and we loved we loved telling each other about new music and i yeah. think that's something also that again transcends all generations all ages and will never ever end you know that's what's so sad now that we don't have live music. I, f- I feel like there's something about again when i bring it back to the being on the coach when you if you said to three or four people right you're all going to pick a song mm. and one by one we listen to the song you'll watch people th- think back and claw back and they go right I've got this one opportunity right I'm going to really think about and and it brings about so much expectancy because you put that song and you're like I want everyone to like it Mm. you know and it's really nervous but you know it shows that well it's a huge portrayal of your personality Mm. as well depending on what you choose yeah you know you could choose something classical and people would make uh perhaps an assumption in the wrong way or you could choose something that was really heavy rap and people would then make a different kind of assumption as to what you like in terms of music so I think it really opens people's eyes if you show that you have this wide range of interests in music and we all do now because music's available for everyone that's yeah. what's so great yeah you know any kind of streaming device any kind of online setup you can find all of the music and it's great at your fingertips at yeah. your fingertips which is so exciting um so we're, we're at the end of our chat and i make a suggestion for you which has been quite hard to keep from harry it's also been hard to choose something you don't know so you do know this piece of music but what i did want to say is that for me this piece of music sums up the journey that we're on together and we've had some amazing experiences and we've had we've traveled and we've had an incredible baby who we adore and we're in this crazy world that we're living in at the moment but I feel like what we yearn for and what we long for are the same things and I love that so for me this was a very easy choice in fact because it's classical but it's also contemporary it's got heart-wrenching vocals it's by a film composer who is the best of the best and it just sums up, like I say, the, the journey that we're on together. And I think that's really exciting. 
excited to hear it yeah it's dusty again um so let's have a listen i'm not even going to introduce it but i want to thank you for being such a lovely guest i love you and i don't tell every guest that obviously (laughs) (laughs) i love you too Um, (laughs) i hope you enjoy it this is uh, your song suggestion for music in my life So there were two excerpts that you were you will hear um from Hans Zimmer's Planet Earth Suite 2 and obviously the first is the first section so it's both from the same piece of music but the first is where I feel like he sort of word paints or you know paints with the music the the birds and mm. and the, the the painted dogs that we talk about and all of the antelope and the animals are represented by different instruments and then that end bit that we hear that's really really big and you hear those voices as well mm. um i just i love how big it gets and cinematic and then the strings come in it's just got everything Is i it, think I, I feel when they used it for that um what was it the planet, was, Earth. planet yeah. Earth? it almost the, the start of that like you said it it kind of paints the beauty of what you're seeing and then when the big noises come in it almost shows the power of mm nature has you know in regards to bringing out emotion and the power those animals have in in our world as well so it's you know probably getting a bit soft around the edges there when i'm talking about that yeah but i think we both bring, are babe. bring a lot of memories back um from our time in zambia as well with yeah. dswf and and uh yeah it's great great choice there's things in life that change you and i think those were that was one Definitely. of the things that changed us and i think we feel very lucky to have had it you know done it together so um thanks for being my guest on music in my life thank you for having me i'm uh i'm sorry i'm not the highest or best uh, celebrity you'll ever have on this you're always gonna be the best uh, to me passed on some uh insight some really lovely stories actually really lovely stories and that's what that's what this show is all about so i appreciate you sharing them with me and with everyone that's listening um i hope you'll join us next time i hope you've had fun thank you for listening to music in my life bye I really hope you've enjoyed today's podcast and I'd love to hear about your favourite piece of music. So make sure you pop a comment on Apple reviews with your song choice and the story behind it. I'm going to be reading out some of your stories in an upcoming minisode. Also, we've now put our guest song choices in the show notes. So if you want to hear any of their songs again, you can find them there. Thanks so much, guys, and see you next time. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.